Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 29 of the Level Up Latina podcast. Wow, we're almost 30 episodes in. Can you guys believe it? It's awesome. That's crazy, crazy. crazy. Well, today we're going to be talking about our husbands, our partners in crime, uh, just about anything and everything related to our husbands. It could be how we met them, how we're opposite, or how we're exactly the same. Come on, chicas. Love it. Great topic because uh, we are definitely not the same. A lot of couples probably can relate to some of the struggles or some of the commonalities or the fun times. Oh, for it's sure. Also, I'm the most recently married in all of you. A ver, um, cuéntanos, Vero, cuéntanos. No, pues yo me acabo de casar. Yo dije, yo iba a ser esa persona, the person that just never got married. And my life has completely changed in the last three years. Since we're going into 2020, so it's going to be three years. So it hasn't even been three years. And I am a completely different place than I was in the beginning of, of 2017. So for me, I got married just recently in August. El 28 de agosto was the main day that Veronica became una mujer decente. If for everyone out there that hasn't really heard any part of our story or this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, I have a unique story because of the fact that the person that is now my husband was just a casual person I was dating then and there that I was like, you know what? I'm okay with the situation we have. You know, I'm fine just being a, a casual hookups with a good friendship or relationship in a sense. And I did not want to stir that. I'm like, no, I'm fine. You know what? This 2017 is for me. I'm not going to go in and have this conversation. I'm okay with what we have. I don't need anything more from this guy. And next thing you know, we're pregnant. So what was a tougher conversation? Asking the guy, hey, you want to you want to you want to take this serious or hey, you know, you're going to be a dad. <laughs> so both were actual both tough conversations. It was more like, OMG, this is what's happening with me now. So the beginning of 2017, I end up pregnant. I end up with now this person that I'm going to co-parent with because we were not together. Remember, by the end of the year, we have our baby. We have our first one, our firstborn, which is Galilea. And things just started falling into place. We became really good partners in communicating by communicating, by being able to express what it is that we wanted, that I wanted and that he wanted. And one day it happened after after a few drinks, actually, because it was my first time drinking after getting pregnant and having the baby. We went to his Christmas party and I had, I think, maybe three beers, but they were the big ones, the big Talkan modelos. So in a sense, I had a six pack, right? Because each one of those has like two beers in them. Point is, we had the conversation where I was like, you know what? You've been mentioning about this and I don't, I don't agree with it. I just don't see myself being with someone that is not with me and like being their roommate and being okay with you dating other people and you doing this while we're raising a child together. Because he had mentioned he wanted to just move in together. So it'd be easier to have access to the baby and be with the baby, not access, but be able to participate and be in the baby's life. So I said, no, if that's the case, I don't want you to move in. Like you can stay where you're at. You can stay home at your house, keep our separate spaces. And I'm okay just doing that. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, what I would want is for us to give it a try and say that to not be able to tell my children, no, we never tried. Like, why didn't it work out with my dad? It just, we just never tried. So anyway, that day in December, we had this huge argument. It didn't it didn't get resolved until the following morning when he shows up and he's like, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And that's when we decided to give it a shot. He's like, you know, would you want to be my girlfriend? And I'm like, yes. And it was like tears and obviously Aww. all of that. 
So it was really nice. It evolved slowly from that. I didn't know we were going to end up together. I was at an age, I was 35. I had decided I wasn't going to be a mom. I was going to be the cool tia forever. Here I am, the person that had previously been engaged, the person that had another relationship that people thought I was going to get married, and it just didn't happen. And I kept, it seemed like I kept letting down that expectation of like, Beto's going to get married, Beto's going to have kids and blah, 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 blah. And at this point, my parents obviously and my family had already stopped asking if I was going to get married, if I was going to give them grandchildren, if anything. But for me, I was, oh my God, here we go again. Now I'm pregnant. But this time around, I just felt so comfortable just being like, I'm okay doing it on my own. But when he decided to be a unit um, and being parents, just being, not co-parenting, but being parents and being a part, being partners in crime and being partners in this situation just made everything so much easier. We have Galilea and she was a surprise. Then pretty soon after we get pregnant again with our second. <laughs> so it was one of those, hey, surprise. And it's like, hey, surprise again. You thought we couldn't get you. <laughs> and it just has been working out. We've had a very adult, a very grown up relationship and transition into this, into these roles. But the thing is, we're both so different, mm. so different. Like, Ceci, mm-hmm. you've known Otto for a long time. Oh, yes. Freshman year in high school. So, yes. So, this man is just one of those people that he's such a planner. So, imagine hitting him with two mm-hmm. surprises, not just regular surprises. Wow. Freaking babies, right? And then you're right. just, things coming out of left field. And me, I, I do plan, but I'm more of a kind of person that very free spirited. Let's go with the flow until we need to challenge that flow. Like, okay, shit ain't right. What's up? You know, whether it be at work, whether it be other places. And then I am a leader. But when it comes to certain things, I'm just like, okay, it feels right. Everything's fine. We're okay. Um, unless we need to stir the pot, we're going to stir it. Eventually, we, well, we decide we're going to get married. And we have a conversation. We're like, are we okay with this? Because we know how we both are. And uh, there's things the way I like things and blah, blah, blah. So at the end of the day, we get married in August. And we, after that, we were just like, okay, we're, we're good. But I think what really works between us, because we're so different, he's a planner. I'm not much of a planner when it comes to things about life. He does get irritated with me when it, with, with certain things. He's just like, I just need to know, have an idea of what you're seeing, what you're thinking. And I'm like, okay, well, here's what I'm thinking. Or kind of challenges the way I think and the way I communicate because he's very logical. And I'm not, I'm more like, well, que sientes? He's like feeling. He's the kind of person that goes feelings. What the fuck about feelings, you know? <laughs> it's like feelings aren't meant to be talked about. He's like, a lot of guys like, have that, right? A yeah. lot of guys are the logical ones and the girls are their feelers and the emotional ones. I know that's a total generalization and a stereotype because there's lots of logical women too. But I find a lot of couples are balanced in that way where the men are just so straightforward and there's charts and there's lists and there's planners and the women are like, we need to talk about it. I have that too, Veto. Yeah, but I'm like feelings. He's like, yeah, feelings are meant to be felt, not talked about. And I'm like, well, I'm not here. Okay, in this household, we are going to talk about how fuck we feel, man. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So things like that. And I'm a super feeler. You guys know me. Yeah. Yes, I, I can think logically. I can do all these other things. However, when it comes down to shit, if shit doesn't feel right, like we've talked about our gut feelings, things yeah, like that, no. you know? If shit doesn't feel right to me, guess what? I'm going to bring that shit up because... Yeah. It's time to stir the pot. Let's talk. So anyway, we're very different. We're the we're the most recently married. We're trying to catch up to you guys, you know, and, and the children aspect. Um, we're already going well, on number three. Oh, was- girl. oh, girl, you caught up to me. All right. I know. Oh, yeah, girl. I caught up to you. I'm coming after Irene. I know. You're going to pass me at this rate. You're going to pass me at this rate. And everyone thought the tortoise was going to lose. <laughs> no, yeah, but see, it's, it's, it's worked out. And I'm glad that we are different just because it helps us look at our relationship from different angles, different perspectives. 
and really bring up the conversation about, hey, this is what I'm feeling or not feeling. Obviously, that would be me. This is what I'm thinking. Why is this happening like this? So it's just it's it's interesting, but it's worked out because I think we're both being very adultish about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that. Bunch of babies having babies. That wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> like, how about nah? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really proud of you guys. Ditto. I'm really yeah, proud of the growth you guys too. have had as a couple and your three beautiful babies. And I, I couldn't agree more about sometimes you're with an opposite in that work. Sissy, I think you were saying that you're a lot like Luis. You guys are not opposite. Oh my God, we're not. We're totally the same. We're both Scorpios. We're like a day apart. <laughs> we're a day apart. Birthday is November 16 and on the 17th. So we're like exactly the same. Much like what Veto was saying the opposites attract. Well, we ha- were exactly the same. I, we always laugh and say like, oh my God, you're like the same person, but in a male version or like a Aww. female version. Of, I'm the female version of Luis and he's the male version of Ceci. But at the same time, because of the similarities, we're always, we clash and, and like, he'll start doing something and I'm like, oh, that's annoying. But then I think about it. And you're like, I do like, oh my God, I, I do the same exact thing. Or I would have done the same exact thing or said the same exact thing. So then uh, we, I think, Luis came up with like, okay, Scorpio, like he'll say that, like, oh, te está saliendo lo Scorpio, lo Scorpion. So then that's kind of like our moment to like, okay, let's tone it down. Let's like, let's talk about it. Cause we, we both do talk about it. Okay. What are you feeling? We talk about like the love languages. Um, Irene actually gifted us that book for our wedding. You know, we talk about that. Yeah. We're very similar. And we found that out like very, very uh, soon into our relationship. We, on our first date, we just our first date was like four or five hours. I don't know. It was a long first date. Uh, we met, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the past, but we met running the San Francisco Marathon. The very first the very first day that I had gone to train, I met him and I was actually in, a, in another relationship at the time. But I, I he says that I, that que me enamor, que nos enamoramos ese primer día. But I liked him from that first day. Like, uh, yo no, okay, calmate. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 pero pues sí, me, me encantó. And then every time I would go to the trainings, I was like, oh my God, he's, there he is, you know, the cute guy, the cute guy. Con mi colega, con mi con Hillary, you guys know Hillary, we'd always yeah. go running and like, oh my God, where's your crush? And we're like, oh my God, we swore we're high schoolers. Uh, but anyway, the other relationship ended. And then finally at that point when he, because he, he, every time we would meet up at the running, he would say, oh, we should go out for a beer or like, hey, let's do this. Y ya cuando se terminó esa otra previa relación, le dije, ¿sabes qué? Sí, let's go. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah, we, we went out to a brewery um, in, in San Francisco, and we were just talking, like, just kind of spilling it all out, what my likes were, what his likes were, the family we were brought up in. We were, that he was from Jalisco, yo de Michoacán. De ahí nos pasamos a comer, a cenar, luego que el tequilita, he had a bottle of Don Julio, la abrimos, empezamos a brindar. We were started playing like, you know, songs that we each liked and we we found out that we were both hopeless romantics. Pero, you know, from that point on, we were inseparable. I think shortly after we went on our Chicago trip and I know you oh make fun God. of me because I, I couldn't stop talking about him. <laughs> I called him my boyfriend Luis forever because... Yeah. We dated for a year on the year of our anniversary. He proposed in Cuernavaca, in Cuernavaca, super romantic. And of course, I couldn't expect anything less 
coming from him. He shut down like the restaurant at Hacienda, La Hacienda de Cortez. He shut down the restaurant. We got there and I was like, why is it empty? But whatever, I went along. And then they guided us, the host guided us to our table. And like the table was all like, you know, rose petals on the table and like these floral arrangements. And I was like, oh, well, it's her first. I was in my head thinking maybe he was going to propose, but then I didn't want to get my hopes up. So I just kept on telling myself, no, it's our anniversary. Chill. Uh, right yeah you didn't want to have your heart broken exactly exactly so anyway so ya nos sentamos a comer now that I think back you know and I analyze yes he was a little nervous but you know I didn't notice it at that point and um so then you know we open a bottle of wine and then the trio walks or walks in playing Que Bonito Amor, which is like our song that he dedicated to me like when we first started dating and which actually ended up being our wedding song. And so I was like, oh my God, like I, like just thinking about it, I'm getting nervous because I felt like, oh my God, like, okay, something's going to happen. But we continued on with our dinner. You're like, we're and... going to have sex on this table. <laughs> oh my God, Luis is going to tell me he's pregnant. <laughs> I know, también puede, puede. He's having no. twins. I know, oh my God. So we continued on for, with our dinner. And then after that, I think it was like dessert or something. And then we were just talking about like our future. And I think at that point, he was, was he in school? Yeah, he was in school. Uh, we were just talking about our future. And he, you know, he started telling me like really beautiful things and like, um, you know, how he can see us having this future together, building the future together. And, and, and I was like, okay, it's going to happen. And then he says, and then he says, oh, I have something for you, Chula. And so he goes into his pocket and I'm like, oh my God, you know, casi desmayándome. So he, he pulls out this like, he pulls out this like little uh, like velvet pouch. And from it, he takes out uh, a silk scarf from oh, this. Um, You're like, that is not yes. right this fucker you guys should listen to the way he tells the story because he makes fun of me because anyway so i take out the scarf and i look at it but he says that i was like flipping it and like looking at it and like you know where's the ring the, i didn't know you were a magician pouch, Luis. <laughs> right turning the pouch like upside down to see if anything would fall out and i promise you i didn't do that but i i grabbed this the scarf and i said oh chulo thank you this is beautiful you know thank you and whatever and so so he makes fun of me because of the, this moment in our in our in the proposal. Anyway, so we start continue talking whatnot, and then so I'm looking, I'm facing him uh, on my left hand side, and on my right hand side, the waiter approaches the table and says, "Miss, the gentleman here has a uh, uh, th- this object or this gift for you. You know, tiene este obsequio para usted." Y cuando volteé on the, like, it was like a silver tray, and it was. It was an apple that had been cu- cut up into like a swan, like super intricate. And the ring was on the uh, on the neck of the swan. Uh, <laughs> so as soon as I saw that, he's down on one knee and um, the el trio starts playing Loco by Alejandro Fernandez, which is like my favorite song. And he's like, Chula, quiere ser mi esposa? And I just, I don't, I don't, he says that I didn't even respond, but I just like, you know, hugged him and I started crying. Oh. And then he was, he was like, he couldn't get the damn ring off the, off the <laughs> swan. So he breaks the, the swan's the neck. neck over it. So ya me pone el anillo ya. The rest is history. But yeah, that was a proposal. Oh, that's, that's really beautiful. sweet. That's sweet. I know. I'm like, I get so excited just like, you know, thinking about it because again, 
the moment that we met, I knew we were like hopeless romantics. And yeah, he he definitely showed that at the at the you know at the proposal. And then oh, immediately after, and I said, oh my god, Chula, we need to call my mom. I need to call my dad. And he's like, Chula, pérate, relax. And I said, no, I need to call her. And he says, Chula, ya te pedí. Like he had already asked for oh, the hand. Oh, that's really sweet. Chula, ahí uh, vienen tus papás. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll walk in. Does he, how old were you? I was 30. How old was I? Well, okay. So we've been together six years and 30, six, almost seven. So tenía 31 años or 31? No, I was 32. I was 32 when he proposed because the following year we got married and I was 33. Cool. I have a simple tip of the day for all those 20 year olds out there having a heart attack because you've kissed a lot of frogs. It's okay. <laughs> it sounds like both Veto and Ceci can attest to you oh, got to yes. go through some frogs before you find your prince charming. Before you away. find your prince charming. So please be patient with yourself. Don't read into it too much in your 20s. You've got your 30s to really have that magical love. Oh, and the kind of guy that can pull off that engagement probably doesn't happen in your early 20s. So patience, my exactly. friend. And, and never say never. I always used to say, because I always, you know, during the time I was kissing frogs, I always used to date, <laughs> you know, guys, guys that were my age or a little or older, typically. And I would always say, never going to date a younger guy. Never, never. Uh, and so my, when I met Luis the first day, actually, I don't know how it came up, but our ages came up. And he was four years younger than me. And I was like, oh, you know, pues como que no. maybe he's like, you know, guys as it is are not, are not, are so immature. But like Luis says, he's an old soul. So I knew right away, you know, that he was going to, it was going to be okay. And, you know, no, I just went on with it and we're married and I'm four years old, older than him. And it doesn't even feel like it. So what's sweet about that is that's an even better tip of the day combine them both like never say never because you can also yeah. be struggling through your 20s with this long list of not this not that not this mm -hmm. not that and i'm not saying don't have values and don't have standards of course but to also eliminate amazing people because of something like oh i don't want to date younger luckily you were open to that sissy and yeah. turns out he was a fantastic fantastic option for you as it transpired the one for you so if you yeah. would have said oh he's younger than me and not even pursued it you would have missed out on a lifetime so mm. oh yeah very full of those things that we sometimes don't want to take the risk on that end up being minor in the long run and all of us have our different little love stories and how they're meant to be i've known him since we were in high school he chased me all those years we started dating in college we were talking the other day about how Thanksgiving break is kind of the thing that brought us together because he needed a ride home from college. And who did he look up? Me. It's actually a really long story for another day. But it's sweet that he says that he fell in love with the back of my ponytail in freshman French class in high school. That I always had a boyfriend. I was always kind of doing my own thing. And yeah, senior year of college, he kind of looked me up. And the rest is history. He gave me an ultimatum. I think I tried to tell this on another mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. Work out. We didn't use that one. But he and I saw each other that weekend, and we had a great weekend. We always had great chemistry. He calls me up before I give him a ride back home. We both went to college in the Central Coast. And he says, you know what? I don't think I need that ride. And I'm like shocked. Like, what? And I could tell that it was a hard conversation for him to have. But his brother had told him that I was always in and out of his life and to be careful with me because I never really took him seriously. Mm -hmm. And he was always looking for a serious relationship. And granted, we're like 23, 22 in college. I don't even think we were 23, 21, 22, I think. Mm -hmm. I had just always had like another boyfriend or I had just always, you guys know, UCSB, we were busy, busy. Uh, mm -hmm. So anyway, oh, yeah. busy, quote, busy. I mean, kissing frogs and not, we were busy. <laughs> 
studying. I mean, studying. Yes. So, yeah, right. No, but the thing is that he had to tell me, like, I really want to take this seriously. I want to see you. I want to be in your life. I want you to be mine. I want you to be my girl. He probably didn't say I want you to be my girl, but he did say, like, I want to see you seriously. And you always have, he said, you know, you always have this omnipresent boyfriend. So it's always with my ex or not with my ex. And he just had to be strong and he had to say, I want to be with you, but I want you to take me seriously. And we hang up the phone and I sit there thinking, it was one of those pivotal moments. This is an amazing guy. I love when I'm with this guy. We have great energy, chemistry. And he's telling me, I want to take you seriously. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that after dating frogs through college or not, or just... Not even a frog, a sapo, a nasty ass sapo. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it was, right? Toad ass. (laughs) (laughs) Un lagartijo. Oh my God, that's funny. You guys are funny. No, honestly, I remember thinking like, it's now or never. Like Sissy said, never Mm -hmm. say never. For me, it was like, never say never. I said yes, and it was the most magical, most beautiful relationship from that point forward in the sense that we had a really good honeymoon stage. We had a solid, strong, confident relationship all along. He was a lot like Otto Little. He's much more logical, much more straightforward. But he also is extremely like thoughtful and romantic. He's a little bit of that mm-hmm. Luis in him. Mm-hmm. I went to study abroad. And the other day, I just saw this notebook that he kept for me the whole time I was abroad. We had been dating like six months. And I was out. I peaced out. And I was gone another eight months. Poor guy was so patient with me. But every month that I was gone, he was writing in this journal. I got back at this amazing journal for me. And it had everything. Like he'd write about the holidays, about talking to me, about missing me. Hmm. He'd sketch. He was an architecture major. So he'd sketch things. It had photos of us. It was such a beautiful journal. And he would say, you know, happy eight months, happy nine months or whatever it was. And I see that journal and it's so heartfelt. So he had just definitely such a big love for me. And flash forward all these years later, three kids just like little. And we are total opposites. (laughs) We're complete opposites. Like we are, it's nobody's business. We walked to Starbucks yesterday and he said, if we were the same, we'd be divorced. And I'm like, no, like we could be the same. Or you could totally be with someone like you. He's like, no, they drive me crazy. It was such a cute story. But I'm going to tell him your story, Ceci. You guys are a lot alike and it totally works. It works. You you make my argument win. He's there like, you go. he's like, we're so perfect because we're so different. I'm like, no, you're so patient. Imagine if you were with someone patient, you'd never fight. He's like, no, we'd never do anything. Like, we're so, <laughs> it was such a cute argument because I'm like, I'm so temperamental. Imagine if I was with someone temperamental and and he no no he says that about me. He's like, you yeah. have someone temperamental, you guys would kill each other. It's, <laughs> it's actually it's actually really funny. I think in the long run, yeah, I think I cannot be with someone that's like me. So. God is good and gave me the man that I needed. And I'm I'm okay with that. Like I'm, Word, I'm, girl. I'm I'm happy. Don't make your man something he's not. And he's not gonna be you, that's okay. And if mm-hmm. he is you and it works, it sale lo scorpio, great. But yeah, gotta <laughs> let, let let it be what it is as long as it feels right and there's a lot of love. That's right. And now we're gonna raise kids that are gonna be one yeah. of us. Both of us, a little mosh posh yes. of both of us. You're raising a little Luis and a little Otto, okay, guys? And oh, my I have, goodness. I have little Diego's here. I have little Diego's here that be hitting me with the logic. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Mommy, I'm being very patient with you. <laughs> For real. And then I have the ones that are temperamental, and I don't want to say it, but I'm like, oh, le sale los Sanchez. Oh, oh my gosh. If we're all Budiel now, you know, we're all okay. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to put my Burgos name in there. I'm like, uh, Lo Burgos. No, the qualities come from dad. Se enoja Galilea, se enoja little Joaquincito. He makes a little face. He looks like Chucky. Oh. <laughs> and I'd be like, le salió lo Budiel. And then I look at Otto, like, mm-hmm, that's right. We're all Budiels now. But, yeah. you know, that's it's like little beautiful. things like that. Yeah, that but beautiful. it's. 
I think all of our paths are just so different. But now mm-hmm. we're, I remember like when I was a little bit younger, in my younger 30s, because I am now <laughs> almost 38. But I remember thinking like, there's these couples that if I were to ever get married, these are people that I look up to, that I look at up to in relationship, in the relationship spectrum. And there was Irene and Diego. There was Araceli and Walter. Yeah. And my brother and his wife. Wonderful. And those three couples, and you guys are all different couples, each work very differently dynamically with your partners. Uh, but you get your, you have your families up and running and you've all had your differences. You've all had your, your challenges. You've all had great moments in your life mm-hmm. and all together with the good and the bad have been able to move forward yes. and make the best of your, of what your marriage is, of what your family is. And to me, I'm like, those people are my relationship goals, my relationship mm-hmm. role models. Ceci, at the time we weren't married, we weren't thinking of anything like that, but we no. we, we knew we had listened to their stories. Uh, Irene, thankfully, has been very a very open friend with us when it comes to her life and her marriage. And that, that, you know, when they've had their challenges and when things have been great and I think I'm like, okay, great. It's not always just perfect. It can't, that's not life. Right. Mm -mm. But I remember when, when Irene was sharing her stories about, yeah, we had our challenges and this, that, and the other, it made me realize that's the kind of partner you want. Someone that you're able to work through things, work through things and come up with the real solution. Like, okay, we know that we're both like this. What's going to work for both of us? And mm-hmm. I think that's what really motivated me to to keep in mind, like, okay, maybe one day I will have this. You absolutely and will. So I'm grateful for people like you that are willing to share and be open. Thank so you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I, I know I was going to say that when when I've had challenges in my marriage and I've reached out to you, I've texted you like, you know, te quiero contar esto. Like, what do you yeah. think about this? And you've been, you've given me great advice. So thank you for that. Yeah. You know, I think the truth is that, you know, marriage is hard work, but it's the best work you're ever going to do. And you have mm-hmm. to be willing to do the work with your partner. And you both have clearly chosen the right partner for you. And it, it takes a while and it takes mistakes. And then now the fun part starts where you work together to make the best out of this life together. I love that for me, Diego's my opposite, but in a lot of ways he has complimented me perfectly. And because he's in my life, I get to be a different person and grow in so many capacities and then him too. It's really neat because if we were to have this conversation in a few years, ladies, how funny the stories would be. Vero would probably be talking about her list and her planning ways. And then Otto would suddenly be talking more and more expressive. And then I don't know, maybe Ceci and Luis would surprise themselves and suddenly they start to take on new life adventures and suddenly they become different to each other in a lot of ways and yeah. aren't and art like twins. It's so funny. They have twins and they're like twins. I know, right? They can evolve. And as long as you can grow together, I think the secret, the magic sauce that probably all those couples you mentioned, Vettel, what they have is they're willing to grow together because it's so easy to just, it isn't working, throw it away, start over, look for romance, look for the TVs, magazines, what love is on Instagram. But truly love is just like that everyday work of truly growing with a partner and wanting to get better together and wanting to be good and once you start having kids oh my god managing a house together having each other's back Mm -hmm. right having each other's back and running that household together it's you guys know that like it takes a total team so my advice to people that are out there in the world trying to figure it out it's okay if it's not perfect and it's okay if you have your your peaks and your valleys as they say the hard and the good Mm -hmm. and you just got to get through it and as long as there's love and respect and the values and who you are and your foundation is solid, 
all the rest of the stuff is always going to work itself out. There's no problem you can't get through as long as you guys have solid values together. So I'm so proud Word. of both of you for, you know, all the that you've done, all the growing that you've done. Vero, especially to see you now, a mother of three, like come into your own mm-hmm. and getting after it. <laughs> Ceci's traveling. I know firsthand that's not easy and you make it look mm-hmm. easy. You make it look <laughs> so easy. And I think I have to say it's you guys have great partners. You have great husbands that are yeah. helping you achieve yeah, what do. you're achieving. Yes, and it's so do. beautiful to have those men that can stand next to us with us and not behind us or in front of us. It's being equal partners. We're very lucky in that way. Yeah, we, we, we all do. Um, I mean, this, this episode is dedicated to Otto, to Diego, to Luis. Thank you so much because they are really our perfect partners in crime. They are. Oh, that's a beautiful way to say it. That's perfect. Yeah. This one's short and sweet. One day we'll give yeah. you guys the juice we didn't tell you the real secret you have to have a lot of sex you have to fight sometimes you have to have sex on your mom's table which Vettel's about to do at her mother-in-law's house let's do that right now I'm kidding I don't don't know which one of you is doing that right now it doesn't matter it's okay one day we'll let you guys in on those secret things that Mm -hmm. that make it all work but if you're young and beautiful and thriving out there um, yeah take it slow Irene gave you guys some good tips today for me I was the last one of our friends well most of our generation of friends to get married and start a family. And um, I know I purposely put dating aside and for a moment while I was in college, I don't want to date. There were people that I totally loved, right? I was like, oh my God, I totally love like that Paul guy. And so I thought I loved them, right? But it's just, um, you're young, we're experiencing new things. We're, we're expressing ourselves, learning about our sexuality and yeah. just becoming confident mm-hmm. women in, in different aspects. So take your time, enjoy life. And don't be so hard on yourself when your family's telling you, hey, mijita, yeah, ya tienes 25 años, casate. Yeah. It's like, I'm 25, I'm still doing shit, you know? That yeah. is right. Honey, don't be changing. hard on yourself when you're 45 no. and people are saying that to you. And 65. Exactly. For some of us, nos nace be in relationships, nos nace to be mothers, nos nace esto. And for others, it takes a while to get there. So don't be too hard on yourself. Enjoy your life. Do the best you can with every day and roll with it. And when people challenge you and why, why you're not doing certain things, be like, look, it's okay. It's okay. And the reason they ask is because probably no one's ever told them, hey, this is how I'm living my life right now. Please stop asking. When things change, you'll know. Yeah. And simple as that. So yeah. power to you ladies out there, even you young men. I mean, I don't think men are being held to the same expectation as women when it comes to relationships and family. If you are one of those guys that they are being pushed towards getting married and stuff like that, and you're not ready to tell your, tell your parents. And if you're not ready, men, to date women, just be open and honest. Be like, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. And I just want to get my freak on. Hey, there's yeah. women out there. We want to do the same thing. We want to just get our freak on. So don't judge honest. anybody. Be but honest. being honest is the best policy. Honesty is the best policy. Go with your bad selves, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind you all that if you want to continue the conversation or suggest topics that you want us to talk about, go ahead and hit us up through our social medias, through Facebook messaging, or through IG, or our email address, which is admin at leveluplatina.com, admin at leveluplatina.com. And with that, I hope you guys have a fabulous day. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, ladies and gents. Cuidan todos.